This is the Gentle Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. Purposely saying it after me? No. Or did it? Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the lag, I guess. <laughs> All right, going right into it. Hello and welcome to the Gentle Boys Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Fat Duds. We just completed week 14, and we are here with the recap. I've got special guest slash co-host with me. Hello. What is your name, man? <laughs> oh, I'm to introduce myself. Uh, this is Brim of uh, the number three seeded uh, Team Joe Diffies. Number three seeded, but what was your points for? Where did you land at the end of that? We don't need to look at that. Let's not. We could. Let's not go <laughs> digging and turning stones over. I will turn stone. Um, <laughs> let's see. You had, oh boy, these going to run the numbers. 1380. This is, this is the classic uh, TFB <laughs> conundrum of three, myself. Four, there. five, six, seven, eight. I think you're ninth. My math's right. Ninth you're in ninth. points, third in our hearts. Yes. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's see who got <laughs> screwed the hardest. Who's the lucky boy? Yeah. Least points again. Why won't it let me sort by? Yahoo, that's why you're falling behind. Um, yeah, let's don't get started on the ESPN. female CEO. <laughs> who I think has been disgraced and fired more than five years ago. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember something about that. I could have, this is something we could have had prepared before we started yeah. recording. All right, I got it. I have it pulled up here, the standards. All right, number one points against is by far and away Gleber. <laughs> it's yeah. 1,626. No one even is in the 1,500 range, and he's in the 1,626. Yeah. So he's just got whomped week mm-hmm. after week. I know. Wait, does like, it let you sort on yours? You, no, it doesn't. Oh, I was going to say, you have Excel spreadsheets or Manually. Something. Um, and bring Sheldon in for those. Yeah, advanced analytics. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Least points against is uh, it's Ryan. No wait, no, it's John. No wait, it's Kevin. Kevin, yeah. <laughs> Kevin. He's Kevin. Skated, he had the easiest path possible. He managed he to lose. Managed yeah. to get up to seventh place. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. He he was only um, ten point wait, nine points away from making the playoffs over the entirety of the season. Had he scored nine more points at any point, mm-hmm. well, if it didn't sway a week. But, you know, he could have, you know, been mm-hmm. in the playoff instead of John. Yeah. Did you watch that game? The, no, I just watched the score updating. <laughs> oh, it was probably just as exciting. <laughs> um, the, uh, 
the very at the very end, yeah, the the Cardinals got whomped. They like kept turning it over. They sucked. Mm-hmm. Kyler like instead of clocking and spiking the ball, like took a snap and got sacked. It was a really dumb ending. But mm-hmm. they they threw up a bomb for DeAndre Hopkins right at the last second, and had he caught it, it actually hit him like in the arm. Like he almost caught it. It would have put John or it would have put Kevin ahead of John by like one point. Oh my less gosh. Than Were you watching it with there. Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> so he was really upset. Is he hooting and hollering? No, nah, he was mostly withdrawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's usually like that. <laughs> um but uh it was pretty good because Riggser was cheering for me because, you know, had he lost and I lost, then he would have been out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the whole John, you beating John really threw a monkey wrench in the whole mm-hmm. thing. Because that was unexpected. Um, but once that was kind of sealed, because James Conner went ham, um, it was, you know, me and Jeremiah were safe at that point. Um, mm-hmm. But John was having to battle it out. Mm-hmm. I really thought you were going to lose, drop to six seed, and then play... Uh, wait, you would have been... Yeah, you would have been six seed. So then it was going to be me. I was going to bump to third. So I thought it was going to be me and you. Yeah. But James Conner had other plans. <laughs> he did. And might have gotten hurt, like, on the last play of the game. Just might look into that. Oh, great. <laughs> well, I fought my way through running back injuries the entire season, so... Yeah. I'm just going to continue to keep my head down and fight. Yeah, just one more week of it and you'll be done. (laughs) (laughs) No, John is is limping into the playoffs. I'm playing John the first Mm -hmm. week, rematch. He's limping in, emotionally devastated and physically devastated, (laughs) and I'm surging in. (laughs) Sorry, I'm eating spicy tuna roll. (laughs) Yeah, get this podcast back to its roots of men chewing. <laughs> I'm about to eat $10 of Publix Wednesday on-sale sushi. So probably the whole podcast will be me eating. <laughs> also, I'm tra- taking big old chunks of wasabi, trying to clean my sinuses up. <laughs> you know why it's before. on <laughs> You know it's on sale Wednesdays? Because that's the day that everything expires. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true, but I could see that being true. Like somebody could post a thread on Reddit. He's like, I used to work at Publix, and <laughs> we timed it out so everything would go bad on Wednesday. So uh-huh. I trust day. Publix. I yeah. can see like Walmart doing that or yeah. QT. Yeah, even Kroger. Um Remember when Seth worked at Kroger, he said after seeing what the meat department looked like behind the scenes, he, he would never eat meat from Kroger again. What was the manager special? Like, <laughs> it was If it touched the floor, it got that sticker or something. <laughs> I don't know, but that was, that was Ray's go-to. Like, it'd be like $3 for like a top round. Gray <laughs> top round grizzle flame. Gray color. piece of like leather. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the toughest meat. <laughs> he would put it on the grill for about 
four seconds each side and then just immediately eat it. <laughs> Ray, I'm pretty sure that cut of meat is made for like stew. <laughs> you like cooking it up on a grill. <laughs> extra, extra rare. It's like stew grade, like mess hall, Navy Corps. <laughs> throw it in the pot and mix it up with everything else. Yeah, that's the only thing that actually makes it, like, absorbable and digestible is if you (laughs) boil it for 16 hours in a giant pot. Otherwise, it's just, like, eating rubber. Yes, but you enjoyed it. But the taste, oh, the taste. (laughs) How were we seasoning stuff back then? Dale's? I think, yeah, like Dale's and Lowry's. Yeah. I know there was always Lowry's. That probably covered up a lot of it. Yeah. Give it such an extreme salt environment that most pathogens can't survive. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Instead of the heat killing it, because really he only gets it up to just slightly above room temperature on the grill. Mm -hmm. And then the salt does the rest. Yeah. That reminds me of the uh, grandma crock pot recipe. It gives you chemical burns. I <laughs> <laughs> need to do for a re- rereading of that sometimes. 100,000% of your daily sodium. Yeah. <laughs> in one serving. <laughs> so you, you have put to. Put in the chicken, <laughs> you season it with salt because you're not thinking, and then you dump an entire bottle of teriyaki in it. <laughs> Which is mostly salt. <laughs> yeah. And then you put soy sauce in, mm-hmm. which also has a ton of salt. Yeah. And then you bite into it and you go, wow! <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> lining of your mouth starts peeling off. And then you have to eat a salt-restricted diet for the next two weeks just to kind of mm-hmm. balance out your sodium levels. Swell up. <laughs> You'll swell up. Swell up like a deer on the side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) His arms out. (laughs) The median of Atlanta rush hour traffic. (laughs) You know it's going to be there a while. (laughs) No chance. (laughs) No one can even get to it if they wanted to. Imagine being in a metro environment like that, and then you still hit a freaking deer. Yeah. Like, far left lane, (laughs) passing the, I don't know, beaver ruin exit. (laughs) Damn, 12-point buck runs out in front of you. (laughs) I see him all the time. Yeah. Imagine, Someone's hitting them. Imagine being a 12-point buck living inside the perimeter of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> that was Aaron Murray, right? Surprised. <laughs> he lived there. <laughs> well, so we've got our Week 15 matchups. Two games. Quarterfinal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Me versus Riggser. And you versus John. Yeah. So if Brim wins as a three seed, he will play uh, Nolan. And if John wins as a six seed, he'll play Ryan. Mm-hmm. So 
kind of kind of depends. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that the low seed. I'm yeah, ninety five percent sure. Yeah, I could go look it up, but I don't feel like that. Doing I that. think that's generally how it works. Mm-hmm. And then you versus Rigzer, and we should go back. We see another thing we should have looked up beforehand. Done a historical analysis on like. Rigzer's yeah. uh, playoff seeds going back. I feel like the five is a low seed for him. Could be. Didn't he get last one year? I think just his first year when he was kind of learning the... <laughs> yeah, but no one forgets. <laughs> <laughs> At least I did, I guess, because I can't really remember. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he got last. What would you estimate was his first year? 2013? 14, maybe? Uh, maybe. Yeah, 13 sounds about right. Let's check. 13. Oh, that was the year Kevin beat me. Mm. <laughs> Looks like Ryan got last that year. His team name is <laughs> Man Mall Six Feet Under. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that's losing changes their team name. All the last place teams just have horrible self-deprecating names. Yeah. All right, I'm checking 2012. Jeremiah won in 14. That's Trent Smith-Richardson. Oh. Did he win in his sophomore effort? Um, Yeah, he got 10th, it looks like, in 13. I'm assuming he's Coley Camp. Okay, yeah. John's the only one that won his rookie year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that must have been... He didn't even get... Jeremiah didn't even get last. And I remember him saying afterwards, like, um, are you guys going to invite me back next year? I really liked oh. it. <laughs> he got 11th. I know it wasn't good, but it, I had fun. And we're like, yeah, like... <laughs> you're so bad at fantasy football. Right then. Kick you out. And then he... I don't know what he did. He went to, like, fantasy football summer camp or something it came back <laughs> yeah knowing like everything evolved into a dad yeah um it looks like he got 11th out of 12 in uh 2012 as skid stain green <laughs> <laughs> oh man we should bring back some of these old team names yeah they're really good Flame there's one team name in that that season that Apparently it was just called shit eaters. <laughs> Very inventive. I don't remember. Oh, this is your team, Nard Hawkers, in 2012. Yeah, it was Hard Knockers, and then <laughs> back when Hard Knocks was good. Yeah. All right. Last time Koopa won, 2011, ten team league. Let's see if he can hack it against 14. It's a different world back then. Mm-hmm. 2011. Damn, I've gotten second place so many times. Terrible. <laughs> see if I can do it again. Yeah, it looks like... I think my most likely pathway to victory is I have to beat Jeremiah, and then I probably have to beat Nolan, unless you win. And start making and make some noise, yeah. Which I guess you could do. You did pick up, you did spend a pretty penny, yeah. For one Rashad Penny, 
So, wait, I wanted to go back and see what other people put in as waivers. I was like, so I, I'd been hoarding my money. Like, I, I still had 88 space bucks left before last night. And I was like, well, if I'm going to use it, now's the time. So I put, like, slapped $50 down to get <laughs> Rashad Penny. And, wait. And no one else bid. Did nobody else even bid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are you kidding me? No, no. Kuba bid 30. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Awarded to... The ghost diffies. Oh wow, what an award! <laughs> <laughs> None of the other guys you got got bid on though. Yeah, like Amon Ross, St. Brown. Oh, they have to remember half the league is checked out at this point. Well, more than half. Yeah, that's true. I so, didn't factor that in, and won't even know who wins. So, Sheldon's probably uninstalled the app. Uninstall group me. <laughs> yeah, he's done. Um, um, let's see. Well, let's dissect you and John's matchup. Yes. Because I'm wondering how he's winning and how you're winning. Oh, you got James Conner. Yeah. Who has had a late season surge. Yeah, no, that's that was the thing. I just had James Conner to go on Monday night or whatever, or Sunday or Monday or whenever that was, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, I needed an insane performance out of him, and he gave he got twenty nine points. The rest of your team kind of sucks though, other than George Kittle. Yeah, I know. Well, you got feeling. I'm kind of surprised actually, because I've I've been very hands off this season too, like. I haven't been listening to any podcasts. I've just been like only looking at analytics and just going by that. And it actually basically like um, uh, uh, Brad Pitt and Moneyball. <laughs> I've been pretty hands off as well. I feel like there hasn't been any as many waiver wire heroes this year. There have, yeah. Like anytime I looked at the waiver wire, it's like, I don't know. Everyone got drafted. I don't know. There was a lot of injuries, but then it just turned into, like, super messy uh, backfield situations. Yeah. It's like no one... I wonder if it's just heading in that direction for good, where there's just, like, no more just, like, good stud running backs. Where have all the bell cows gone? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I've got two... I've got one, Najee. He's a bell cow, at least, until his wheels fall off. Yeah, that's true. Which will probably be this week. <laughs> the Steelers love to do that with their running backs. I've had Chubb out and Kyler out a good bit, but none of my players currently have a letter next to their name. Wow. Injury. Not even a P? <laughs> um, James Robinson might as well have a U for Urban... <laughs> Whatever. He's not, he's no longer startable. <laughs> so he you know he had that hor- the game where he got stripped by Aaron Donald. So Urban's going to teach him a lesson and bench him. Mm-hmm. And start Car- Carlos Hyde who went to Ohio State. And yeah. Played for him. He recruited him. Who sucks? 
we know this. And then he got shit on all week for that. And then uh, people are like, oh, this is the rebound game for James Robinson. Oh, yeah, squeaky wheel gets the oil. Uh, what, let, me, let me see. <laughs> what is it again? Four carries for six yards, or was it six carries for four yards? <laughs> anyway, it was Either one way. of those. Six carries for four yards. And they got shut out. Did they just, so. did they give it, like, how, did Carlos Hyde get a, a bunch of carries, or did they just throw No, it? he, like, out-carried him. No. They just, like, were getting blown out, so they just let Trevor Lawrence throw four interceptions. <laughs> Instead of giving it to actual talented player, so but now, which is gonna this is gonna be a great game is Jags uh, Texans. Do I start them against the Texans who are the worst rated against the run, or are they? Is this gonna be just the worst game of all time, where no one touches the ball, no one scores? It's might it, it literally might tie zero zero. Yeah. And not because of good defenses, just because of... No. <laughs> like, there could be a special teams touchdown, like, from a gaff. That would be the only way I think points get put up. <laughs> like, a muffed punt, and then the guy recovers it, he fumbles it too, and then the other guy grabs it. Mm-hmm. And happens to... Get, I don't know, there's some weird rule, and it gets called a safety, so it ends 2-0. to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's how it score. Ends. Um, let's analyze John's team a little bit. Yeah. Um, as of now, he's projected to beat you 100 to 92. Mm-hmm. He's got Russell Wilson. But just wait till I slot Rashad Penny in. <laughs> I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait until right before kickoff, uh, just so, see my, uh... You're going to make him squirm, make him think that you're starting Alex Collins? Yep. And then right before kickoff, I'm going to pop in uh, Rashad Penny and my projection is just going to shoot up by like three more points. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to flip out. Yeah, and then then one o'clock is going to hit and then I'm going to realize that Rashad Penny was not playing and is injured. <laughs> and then that, that projection is going to turn red. Yeah. And drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Alex Collins is going to have a career game. <laughs> yep. Which probably is not saying much for his career. But. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, if he goes six carries for four yards, that's his career. <laughs> <laughs> six for four. Breakout game for Collins. I mean, he's projected 3.6. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. He sucks. Six carries, four yards. Yeah. I've had every... Um, a, I've had three different Seahawks receivers on my team this year. It's not a good backfield to dabble in. No, I've dabbled in it before. It's terrible. Yeah. There's always this false hope mm-hmm. that one of them is going to, like, break out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had Rashad Penny, like, three years ago. <laughs> it was the same exact mm-hmm. storyline. Yeah. I almost wanted to avoid him because I know... Like, uh, the CBS guys, like Adam Azer, or I can always hear them talking about him. <laughs> Rashad Penny. This is the year for Rashad Penny. Just and then obscure it never enough for is. Them to talk about him. Yeah, and then it never is. 
Well, I mean, it'd be a great game for him to break out at the Rams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll be doing great right off the gut. All the pieces are in place. Hopefully he doesn't get stripped by Aaron Donald. Or he could be meeting the bench <laughs> to learn his Wesson. <laughs> Thanks, Coach Urban. I'll never do it again. I promise. <laughs> Just, just give it, looking at the eye test, John. John's team looks a lot better than mine. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so it just depends on he's got Russell Wilson, and then I've got the Seahawks running back. So it just depends on if they let Russ cook or not. Mm-hmm. What's the strategy, Carol? What's going on inside that? Silver foxed head of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot of dementia. <laughs> Hearing loss and being in that stadium all day. Yeah. Um, so he's got Javante Williams, who seems weirdly under-projected at nine and a half right now. Yeah. He, when he scored 20, 26, and 18 in his last three weeks been heavily featured mm-hmm. so um, why is Antonio Gibson projected 15 I don't know is he he's not that good <laughs> I don't know this is all the projections are all wonked yeah. up right now yeah but yeah the projections are so inaccurate <clears throat> it doesn't matter um Okay, you want to uh, look at a, another matchup here? Yeah. We already kind of talked about my team a little Literally, bit. There's only other, one other matchup to look at. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yes, so let's look at Jeremiah's team under a microscope. <laughs> so he's kind of like John's team, and they have a, they have a, Q, a wide receiver one QB combo. So yeah. Be kind of all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Although Cooper Cup will probably do well. Um, although the Rams are getting and the Browns actually are getting decimated by COVID right now. Mm-hmm. So I was actually texting Jeremiah yesterday, and he's like expressing fear that you know some of his Rams players could go out with COVID. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, Cooper Cup, super religious guy, so. He might not be vaccinated, so if he's positive, <laughs> he's out. Yeah. And then Stafford, his wife seems like you know essential oil healing type person. Yeah. So probably not vaccinated. Yeah. He'll be out as well. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> Jeremiah will be forced to start. Um, who's the best quarterback on the waiver? I picked up Taysom Hill partially just to block him. Yeah. Uh, I think he. I think I actually think Joe Burrow is still out there, so he probably wouldn't be doing too bad. But unless one of our listeners who's out of playoff contention really wants Joe Burrow right now <laughs> for their consolation bracket, <laughs> does he have anyone else on his roster? No, he doesn't have another QB. He has a bunch of. Although, no, he has all no-name running backs. So OBJ has COVID. So he's, surely he gave it to Cooper Cup, right? Oh, yeah. 
I mean, we can only hope. Although Baker, I think I saw the test positive, and Stefanski. So I'm mm. kind of in danger with Nick Chubb. But we'll see. Supposedly the Rams are 100% vaccinated. Per, um, oh. what's his name? Slick hair. But, McVeigh. <laughs> but some of them are probably immunized with essential oil em- enemas. Yeah. Yeah, did he say vaccinated or immunized? I don't know. Hmm. We'll see. That's going to really throw a monkey wrench in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm assuming that's probably Omicron out west there. Yeah. That's kind of where it was popping up. Um, Usually these things start (laughs) where people are traveling to, like, giant airports like LAX. Yeah. From Wuhan or from South Africa. <laughs> Everything bad comes from California. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> COVID. Vegans. Vegans. LeBron. <laughs> Actually, LeBron's an American hero. Wait, why? Just give him due. Um, For his views on China. Yeah. <laughs> Just for being a sports icon. <laughs> um, all right. Well, got any other tirades you want to go on? Um, let's see. I have... Um, um, I was thinking about doing a new segment called Brim Rants. And it's just like, who's that guy on 60 Minutes who would like, he would just like, he was just an old man who complained about stuff. He would just go on like a tirade every episode. Olberman? No, it was like some old news guy. Oh, yeah. Like Harvey. Hold on. Let me look this up. Rob's probably screaming. Andy Rooney. Yes, him. That, I want to do a segment like that. So maybe I'll throw together like a little um, intro song that we can do before it. All right. We can do the 60 minutes clock. Um. <laughs> Tonight. So. Brim Rooney. <laughs> Brim Rooney. So. Um. So since it's the holiday season, thought I would set my sights on <laughs> the fact on the fact that since before Thanksgiving even Wait, they, are you about to go off on the debt ceiling? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Consumerism. <laughs> um No, uh before Thanksgiving they've been in my office at work, they've been playing Christmas music and Uh-oh. it's um it's insane. It's like some station that is definitely not meant for somebody to listen to the whole day. You know, it's like, right. it's a station that you're, you just, somebody tunes in for like a 10 minute car ride and like, oh, it's Christmas. Let's listen to Christmas music. Cause yeah. the songs loop so much. And, um, <laughs> you know, like you'll hear, right. once you hear the same song, like three or four I gotta times. I got to get your rankings of worst Christmas songs <laughs> by the end of the, by the end of this rant. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, 
and and then when you just hear songs over and over, you know how it just like starts to drive you insane, and you just yeah. start to hear stuff, and it's just like, it, and you think about like the artist recording it, and you're like, why did they choose to do that right there? Like, <laughs> screw them! Like it pisses you off that they even did that. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like how dare them? Like pronounce that. Like when Ryan hates the Journey song. Um, what is it when the lights go down in the city? Because <laughs> he's in the city. Like, yeah. It like fills him with rage to hear that. Yeah. Why the f- is he saying it like that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. And it's like, I just, I, I don't know. I used to think that I liked Christmas music, but it finally, like, you like hear him. the same songs. And then I just hate, I hate, like, the attitude that's like, it's just a fun traditional thing, you know, like Burl Ives, Holly Jolly Christmas. Like these are just classics. It's American, you know, classics that we grew up on. But um, I think this like, is a. I think you're you're, you've t- you swallowed the blue pill, okay. on Christmas music. But you will wrap back around. Okay. And then. Okay. Maybe. <laughs> well because I had the similar take yeah maybe two or three years ago mm-hmm. well when you're also, sitting in I, an office uh, hearing it yeah, over and probably. over like on loop that's that's what'll do it to you and like yeah. I use I don't know who's in charge of the office at, or the music at my office I used to be in charge of the music at my old job which was great um, oh that's why everyone left <laughs> Like, actually, two guys that I worked with both had, like, shitty rap songs that were actually on Spotify, so I would slip those in the queue every once in a while, and they would always come up and be like, come on, man. <laughs> Playing my shit. <laughs> oh, they weren't proud of it? Uh, well, one of them kind of was, but, like, he tried to, like, play it off like he was embarrassed, but he was really, like, actually proud of it. Um... <laughs> So he wasn't embarrassed. He wasn't embarrassed, though. <laughs> and then one of the songs was that one of our MAs um, was named Tanya. And then there's that song. Um, it's like was um, oh, what happened to her? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> she still works there actually. But uh, there's the song. It's like a '70s like funk song. That's like uh, it's called "The Butt," and it's like. Do it in the butt. <laughs> like that's literally the song, and it's just about like women with big butts. And there's a part at the end that like names a bunch of women's names, kind of like Lou Vega, mm-hmm. and it goes, "Tanya got a big old butt." Hell yeah! And uh, so like my boss would always tell me whenever Tanya was like getting on his nerves, he'd be like, "Play, play Tanya's song." So I would cue it up, and mm-hmm. it's like looking back on it, it's like. Yeah. This is, is sounds like we're you, getting uh, into um, you were an accomplice in a sexual harassment. Yeah, we're getting into situation. like Me Too uh, territory here. Yeah, I mean you Me Too just you Me Too yourself on this podcast yeah. multiple times. I know, and then she, and then she would go, uh, she goes, uh, she would like make threats like, well, if you don't she, give me a raise, I'm gonna Me Too you, <laughs> Me Too you out of here. Call and response. The hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, you know, I had that. I had that in mind the whole time. Like, all right, 
should probably not get involved in this. And I <laughs> stayed back, other than playing, queuing the song up. Hey, I'm just playing Request, baby. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah that's all I did. <laughs> anyway, DJ. but speaking of who should get Me Too'd, <laughs> Mike, Michael Buble. All right. Oh, yeah. Because that freaking song, you know the one that I'm talking about. That one where they, about. like, they're his servants? Yes. It, like, slave, it's the most sick, whatever arrangement or situation they have is disgusting. Because it's very disgusting. With a song where it's, it's definitely, like, yeah, like, what, so, what, what song he say? is it? Yes, Mr. Buble. Yeah, he's like, all right, girls, you ready to go? You know, like, super playing up his, like, crooning voice. Like, I'm just yeah. a classic crooner. Like, uh, I'm a classic guy. <laughs> I, I was just born 50 years too late to be in the Rat Pack. I'm like so Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And then, yeah, right. in the song, it's like, you ready, girls? Yes, Mr. Buble. You can hear, like, there's, like, some fear in their voices. They're saying it. Yeah, quivering. And, like, that's... Just think about, like, the recording studio session when that was done. Like, I imagine he was, like, slamming his fist down and, like... Multiple takes. Saying, like... Yes, Mr. Buble. Tanya, you're off key. (laughs) Say it like you mean it. Say it more sensual and more wanting. Sound it like... Yeah, like you want me. Like you want Michael. Like he's just breathing heavily. And they're, like... And then they're saying to each other, like, girls, let's just do it so we can get out of here, please. We'll get the money. Get away from him. (laughs) Get out of the studio. (laughs) Don't let him get between you and the door. (laughs) (laughs) And on the way back to our cars, hold your keys in between your fingers. Yes. (laughs) If you hear dainty little shoes coming up behind you, then just scream. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he would have the most gentle, delicate footsteps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, even the cover of the album. He's got the little uh, present behind his back. <laughs> What's in that box? We don't know. Yeah, Nothing good for the recipient. Probably. Sick man. <laughs> Twisted gift. Fine. <laughs> But uh, anyway, yeah, there's um, another thing that annoys me is <laughs> modern artists doing class- covers of classics. It's like, like, you know, we've, we've got, oh, you've heard Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer before, but have you heard my version of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer? Justin Bieber do it. Yeah. I'm going to like way over sing it and do all these extra little trills and stuff like. Rudolph, you know, like throwing that stuff in there. Yeah. And how uh, many different versions of uh, "Baby It's Cold Outside" are there? Uh, there's a so they actually don't play that one on the station. They uh, only play the original. But but they, you play it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go. You can go ahead and drop that one in here somewhere. The, so, the Demon Santa version. But there's a version... Okay. There's, oh, I was going to play the, the, the Thousand Pound Sisters. <laughs> Chris croons the classic. <laughs> but, okay, I think you're actually, you're actually swaying me a little bit. Okay. 
So there's so there's a Lady Gaga version of White Christmas, and like after she sings it, like she does, you know, the music keeps playing, and she's like talking through it, and it's like, I mean, I think some stuff Lady Gaga does is okay, but but not All right. this. All right, King, go off. <laughs> she just goes. It's like the bridge or whatever, and she's like doing a talking verse, and she's like. So uh, I think you guys might have noticed. Er, and she's, like, trying to do, like, the classic, you know, sounding like Audrey Hepburn or whatever, like the old sound voice. Yeah. You know, like the you might have noticed that she changed some of the words. Yeah. She's like, so, guys, uh, I know, you know, you may have noticed I'm a little uh, outgoing, but I'm also shy. And, uh, like, first of all, she starts off with that, which is, like, I don't know. I feel like that's the most... That literally can apply to everybody. I'm an extrovert, but I'm also just an introvert sometimes. <laughs> but mm-hmm. the... Um, and she goes... Uh, she She's like, this is just such a beautiful song, and I wanted to add in another verse, so I wrote my own. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, how does it go? It's like... I don't remember. It's like, I'm dreaming of a white snowman or something. Dreaming of a white man? A white man. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, anyway, I don't know. It's... <laughs> I gotta get canceled. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. These are just, um, these are just the things that, the thoughts you have when you're just you're sitting, just listening to the songs that go through your mind. over and over again. They probably, if you hear the song for the first time, it probably wouldn't annoy you. But it's just like once you hear it over and over again, it doesn't like it make drives you, you mad. Buy an automatic weapon. And make it work? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, worst Christmas songs. Yeah, uh, top three. There's one called "Boogie Woogie Santa" by Brian Setzer Orchestra. Go, like, we should re- we should make a playlist and release it. Boogie Woogie Santa sucks. Um, <laughs> that's all you have to know. It's called Boogie Woogie Santa. And it's by <laughs> Brian Setzer Orchestra. Um, sucks. <laughs> on the on the on the this station, they play multiple versions of different grown ass men singing. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Grown man. Yes, a grown man. I don't know how they can bring themselves yeah. to do that, but it's like... So, so <laughs> let me do a little side rant. Okay. Um, commercials or just anything that does a human, a, adult talking, but as a baby voice dubbed or like a little kid voice. Oh. The worst. Yeah. Cause like, I've seen some TikToks of it where the, the full-grown woman is mouthing something a child yes. said. Yeah. I know what you mean. Those are really bad. Didn't Subway have an ad campaign? They did that. Oh, I think they did. Years ago, maybe. Well, the opposite of that was the E-Trade Baby, which was not not as obnoxious, but... Yeah, in the same vein, but funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, the funniest thing I think I've ever seen to this day. <laughs> E-Trade Baby? Yeah. Yeah. Second funniest thing I've ever seen, uh, dancing CGI baby. <laughs> You're really into that baby humor. What were your <laughs> thoughts on Boss Baby 2? 
all-time classic. <laughs> There's just something about their innocence. <laughs> um, but uh, the thing is, though, with, you know, it's, you might say, oh, okay, so would you rather have a, a child singing All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth instead of a grown-ass man? No, I don't want to hear anybody singing it. It's not a good, yeah, not a good song. It's let that stupid. Let die in the past. <laughs> it's really dumb. Terrible song. <laughs> How about Hippopotamus for Christmas? Yeah, that's yeah, same type of thing. Is it the same as Two Front Teeth with just different words? Uh, no. It's... Oh. Do you remember that woman that we uh, cyberbullied? On YouTube, it was just a, a large woman who did a version of that song. Maybe had like two subscribers and like a hundred views. <laughs> Somehow we found it and started commenting some, something in the vein of, well, <laughs> Merry Christmas, look in the mirror. Here's <laughs> your hippopotamus. Um, oh my God. <laughs> and I remember like, I think the woman and maybe in another account that was clearly a family member were like replying and were very upset. This was probably 10 years ago at least, early YouTube. But, so. <laughs> probably still out there somewhere. Still fuming about that. <laughs> she it's like she set herself recovered. up, you know. She really did. Set you up with the assist. <laughs> Was it like um, uh, in Arrested Development when she has on the elephant necklace? What's the mom's name? Lucille. Lucille Bluth. <laughs> oh, darling, you can't wear that. You'll invite the comparison. She's <laughs> <laughs> wearing the ele- elephant pendant. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Um, so other songs for the top list we just need to I'll post them all I'll post a uh, an appendix on the uh, on the um, group me so you guys can hear all of these songs there's a song called Hey Santa that just goes Hey Santa Hey Santa that one's terrible that's it (laughs) Um, alright so wait we got Oogie Boogie Christmas. <laughs> Boogie hey Santa. Boogie Santa. Two Front Teeth. Anything by Michael Buble. And then, oh, another kid choir song. There's this song that just goes, it's just kids screaming, a kid choir screaming, ding dong, ding dong. <laughs> It's it's the most obnoxious thing. Like I can't. What's it called? Kid choir, ding dong. <laughs> like even like old people who are like nostalgic about Christmas stuff. I can't imagine them hearing that and saying like, "I like this. This is good." Like it, there's nothing pleasing about it. It's just like, no. it's just kids screaming. Like kids aren't good at anything. Yeah, I know. Like um, why do songs? Why do songs, even current songs, still, like, you'll hear a song come out and they have a kid choir in it. Like, kids' voices don't sound good yeah. in a song. It reminds me, 
lived in Athens. Uh, I, you know, was roommates with Kevin, and like one of his little brothers, I think it was John Paul, <laughs> had a uh, a recital in town, and his mom was like, "Kevin, you should come." And then we're like, "Oh, we're <laughs> we're gonna come too," uh, just because you know it's a recital. It was in Athens. It was just down the road. <laughs> it was a. Uh, I think he was like six or seven, actually maybe <laughs> ten. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it was uh, like twelve kids with recorders, and like they're all setting up, and we're all like we've got a little pamphlet like for their <laughs> show, and then we all sat down in a row, and we're like, oh, this should be good, and then the <laughs> second it started, it was the most horrific sound. <laughs> twelve. Re- Children all all off key, <laughs> recorders trying to play at the same time. It sounded like a flock of geese just like <laughs> destroyed by someone with a golf club or something. Like it's just honking. Like half of them were just blowing air, and we just immediately like I had to like throw my hand over my face. <laughs> it was a laugh, and then that's when. You start thumbing through the brochure, the pamphlet, like, okay, how long is this damn thing? <laughs> <laughs> it was great, though. Like, it was a talent. You try to identify, like, how how many songs are left based on what they're currently playing, but you can't yeah, even like, discern, like, what song it's attempting this to This is be. happy birthday. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. This is Jingle Bells. <laughs> We're only on song two. Fourteen. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's about the extent of my rant. Best Christmas songs. Um, what do you got? Remember we got? used to fight over um, yeah. Paul McCartney. Um, Wait, what's the name of the Paul McCartney one? Um... It was uh, uh, simply having a wonderful yes. Christmas time. Okay, pretty good. We used to fight Probably over overplayed that now. as our uh, for our Christmas MySpace theme. What's the what's the and then the Ruben Stutter Aha? one too? Is there an Aha one? No, not Aha. No. Are you thinking of George Michael? Yes, maybe. <laughs> yes. Is it aha? No. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Cut this. <laughs> Just scrap the whole thing. <laughs> uh, uh, I am Santa Claus, the Iron Man. Oh yeah. Cover. Mm-hmm. Um, um, walking around in women's underwear, which I think was on the good. same album. <laughs> but anyway, well. We wrap this thing up. We get yeah. more rants. Uh, that's most oh, of yeah, my ranting. <laughs> oh yeah, wrap it up. Wrap it up. <laughs> Absolutely. Gonna get in my uh, inaugural up. pee. <laughs> All right. But uh, I might have to take it, a sushi nap. Yeah, that's I'm about full. that's about it for my rantings. I'm all full up on spicy tuna. <laughs> um. I, I should basically I just. Do you... you what? 
trying to think if I have any rants. <laughs> Things that just been peeving me off. <laughs> I've got actually. I've got another one in the chamber for next All right, time. We'll save that for next time. <laughs> and I don't know one in the chamber. Yeah. Just in case, I don't have any prepared ads or uh, erotic sci-fi chapters either. So. <laughs> oh well, this is a real. This is probably a real pertinent? treat for the listeners. In the in fantasy that we didn't cover, um, um, yeah, Ryan not setting his team and still getting the one seed. Yeah, did that happen? Pretty sure that. Yeah, happened. he's very lucky that Hoopa got beat. Yeah. Well, I guess it didn't matter. He still had the body wrapped up. But mm-hmm. wait, so anyway. hold on. What? It's week fifteen in the NFL. Yeah. So. Is this normally when the playoffs start, or did it get delayed one one week? Because um, we it have usually starts last week. Okay, so, so the championship is usually right before Christmas, so it's going to be a little later this year. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Timing. Yeah, because I I feel like I'm always like in Greenville, whenever yeah. that happens. Yeah, championship. Mm-hmm. I can always see your devastation in real life as you come in second again. <laughs> yeah, another second place. Yeah. Jeremiah's gotten second a lot as well. Yeah. The silver medal boys. Yeah. Always the bridesmaids. Occasionally the brides, at least. Occasionally the brides. <laughs> Not often. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. I've got, that's all I've got is my, I got second place or the first year we ever did it. I'm still hanging my hat on that season in 2007 or whatever. Damn, dude, you're good. Yeah. But <laughs> I think I've gotten a few thirds in there. But um, but that season, hold on. Let me just, I don't want to sound like Nolan re- regaling the Brandon Jacobs it. thing. But I had, it was the 07 season when the Patriots went 18 1. And I had Tom Brady, Randy Moss, so the top quarterback, top receiver. And I had the top two running backs in LaDainian Tomlinson and Adrian Peterson. Because it was Adrian Peterson's rookie year. So he, nobody knew, you know, that's how I was able to get LaDainian Tomlinson first overall and then still get Adrian Peterson. So I just got super lucky with those guys. But, like, how could you have, like, basically the four top scorers in fantasy and not... I mean, I had the most points by a lot, but I didn't. Um, I think they I like know, sat start. I think they like rested the starters towards the end of the year, uh, like, and that's why well, I it didn't. It was kind of like the '07 Patriots. Yeah. So and then I lost in the championship. So, but anyway, I'm going to keep telling that story. Cause pretty much Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Because I knew, I knew when when Randy Moss, you know, everyone said he was old and washed up. But when he went to the Patriots, I was like, I think he's still That's got some it. gas left in the tank. I'm going to take him <laughs> instead of Anquan Bolden. <laughs> and it paid yeah. off. Led me to paid my off. second that place. And I, got, and I got, like, my $35 back. <laughs> Brim was runner Broke even. 14 years ago. <laughs> And here he is, regaling the story. We're all listening. <laughs> Edge of our seat as he regaled <laughs> fantasy football. 
Yeah. Championship from 14 years. <laughs> I think. I think we should go ahead and um, maybe add another box to the bottom of the trophy just so we can get the second place guys' names in there. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm not against it. My name's be on there a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. All right, well, let's right. wrap this turd up and flush it down the <laughs> All right. All right. Almost read right an hour. Perfect. All right. Perfect. Bye, boys. Bye, boys. Bye. Wages went up instead of down. And I respect that. But at the same token, lose weight. Love you all for Christmas. Oh, I can't wait to see those faces. Driving home for Christmas, yeah. Well, I'm moving down that line. So long, but I will be there. Sing this song to pass the time away. Driving in my car, driving home for Christmas. She's gained a hundred pounds. It's gonna take some time, but I'll get there. I didn't even know you could gain that much weight. The I respect that. Walk out red lights all around. Lose weight. But soon I'll be a freeway. Get my feet on holy ground. You didn't. I told you to take the information and work with the therapist and start losing weight. Because if you don't, you're going to be bedridden. And then go like Dr. Parker said, once you're bedridden, it's game over. And then go like like Dr. Parker said, once you're bedridden, it's game over. Driving home for Christmas. What the f are you talking about? Driving home for Christmas. With a thousand memories. She's gained a hundred pounds. Take a look at the driver next to me. He's just the same. Just the same. Thank you, baby. I'm going outside. I'll come back and clean the mess up. And I'll leave. I'm not putting up with your ass today. I'll come back and clean the mess up. And I'll leave. I'm going outside. Top to join tailbacks. Oh, I got red lights all around. Driving home for Christmas, yeah. She's gained a hundred pounds. Get my feet on holy ground. So I sing for you. Though you can't hear me when I get through. Going through your evening. Driving in my car. Driving home for Christmas. Thank you, baby. I'm going outside. Driving home for Christmas. I'll come back and clean the mess up. 
with a thousand memories. I'm gonna mess up, but at the same time, I'm gonna leave. Take a look at the driver next to me. I'm not putting up with your ass today. He's just the same. But at the same token, I'll come back and clean the mess up. He's driving home, driving home. Driving home for Christmas. This was supposed to be fun. Not this bull****. Lose weight!